When was the first time y'all met? Who? Did you? Who knew who first? Y'all knew mm -hmm. each other. I've known Bobby a pretty long time. Uh, back a long time ago when you started the Texas Cowboy Hall of Fame. Yes, sir. Back in Heiko. Mm -hmm. and uh, uh, I think maybe golly. That was probably '97. Yeah. I, I met you. When, I, I met you when you were cutting a long time uh -huh. ago. Yeah. Probably in the '80s. Mm -hmm. I was off at them big added money bull ridings back then. Yeah. I didn't really have, I wasn't, you know, I didn't go to many cuttings. When we, we known each other 20, oh, gosh. 25 years or something. Oh yeah, at least 25 I would say. Shit, yeah, longer than that I'd say, probably. How long have you been here? I've 20, been 21 years. 25 years. <clears throat> uh, been you've place. been in Bluffdale for 25, 25 years? Yeah. Where were you before that? Giddings? Houston. Yeah. Get, well, my family's ranchman, but I lived in a couple of different places, Colorado and California and stuff like that. So, yeah. On the gambling boat? And on the gambling boat. You don't want to forget that. That's where all these blue chips, don't forget these blue What's chips. What's your most interesting job outside of training horses? <clears throat> I probably don't want to talk about that. That gambling, <laughs> <laughs> that gambling boat's got to be up there. <laughs> Golly, I don't know, the, what they call pig pipeline, that's a rough job. Uh, you come home every day black as night. I worked in a, a stockyards, slaughterhouse, uh, I don't know, played in a rock and roll band. Uh, what? Yeah, really? Oh yeah, yeah. What did uh, you do? Oh, you, you weren't the singer, were you? Yeah, sang. What? Yeah, a little bit of everything, so yeah. How long did it last? Was this on the riverboat? Yeah, <laughs> you could have been on the riverboat, yeah. So, riverboat gambler, uh, yeah. Rode bulls. Right, you rode bulls and lived on different ranches and just a little bit of this and what that. What was the last year you rode bulls? You know, believe it or not, last I rode year. a bull at a, one of the, uh, <laughs> the old-timer deals in the, I just wanted to cross that century mark, so uh, Rode a bull in the uh, 2000 something actually, no but but I was mostly active in the uh, 70s and 80s, you know, yeah. But uh, yeah. So which one of those jobs is the one that most makes you most appreciate what you do now? Uh, like if you're know. having a bad day. I don't know. Because I heard you say that once in a row. You know, built fence for a living, running, building fence in front of a pig and pipeline. That's tough now. Yeah. yeah. Matter of fact, on the crew I was on, every guy quit but me at the end. By the time we'd gone through the original crew, Dang. everybody quit. I was the last guy I saw it through. The guy offered me a permanent job, and I told him, thanks, but no thanks. I, I bet you didn't I'm say out it. Of here, yeah. You didn't say it in those words. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, yeah, I was just, yeah, I needed to, you need to make that money, you got to work some of that. you got to do. Mine was a feedlot. That was a oh, great graveyard yeah. shift. That's at a tough. Feedlot yeah. Processing. Yeah. Yeah. I was I was like 14, and it was a summer job. I worked at Port City Stockyards, bringing in stock and stuff. That's hard, but that I've worked at some of those feedlots. That's a that's a tough job right there. I wouldn't mind being horseback in a feed yard. Probably would be a little more enjoyable than just. Processing. Process all day. Nine hundred head every and Them night. cattle come in. You got to go to work. So, yeah. What job do you makes you most appreciate what you have now? Well, <clears throat> you know, you always try to supplement. I, I've been pretty fortunate to to 
uh, make a living with horses and gathering cattle, but horseshoeing probably makes me appreciate mm -hmm. not being under them, being on top of them. That's hard work. I had a, I had a, I had a um, Mustang GT. It just made that, my back hurt. That I, about it. <laughs> that somebody financed for me. And I had an anvil in the back of that. God, they and just shoot out of the Mustang uh, yeah, GT. Yeah, I shoot Mustang. That's and I'd go to these yeah. places, $25, yeah. $30. Yeah, that's And right. I mean, you'd have to wrestle yeah. with them, yeah. these suckers. I shot horses for $25 yeah. when I come to high And that makes me appreciate where I'm at today. You know, I worked at a, I, I was the head wrangler at a, at a, a deal where, you know, a dude ranch deal had 50 head of horses and, my job was not only to take care of the horses, but keep shoes on all 50 head. You know how you shoe 50 head of horses? When a shoe comes off, that's when you put the next one on. $5 a head, so uh, $5 a shoe. And so at night, I'd go through them horses and when they would be missing a shoe, I'd tack it on and boy, if I'd make 20 or $25 extra. That was a lot of money. In the evening, man, I was, I thought I was rolling, so. Dang. Uh -huh, yeah. That is, a, if, a, if a horse you're, if you can hustle, yeah. Oh, you make good money. Now, like, it's a yeah. business. I got right. my horse here gets two hundred fifty dollars a head. It's what? Oh yeah. Who do you use? Lee Olson. Wow. Oh, man. But he does. That's out of my league. <laughs> I don't. Y'all, y'all know Bryce Chapman? Sure, I know that Bryce. He's those those guys are. Those, Bryce is a great guy too. Yeah. And his dad was one of the best shoers and created the Hart Bar Shore and. Shoe and that guy was amazing. Yeah, so I knew him too. So I know, dad, I know. So. I never really knew Bernie all that well, but I know Bryce really well. And then he's got two brothers, Blaine and Baker. I know they all three shoe. They're really now. Which one's the trick roper? Bryce. Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but he. Blaine's a great guy. He They're can shoe. I'll. I'll. I talked to him. Yeah. I, I won. Uh, we were second in Reno at the Reno Invitational Roping. Yeah, Blaine. team roping. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we won one hundred and sixty thousand dollars wow. one day. God, wow. you and Blaine. Yep. Yeah, but they're he, heck. He, he was healing for me. Heck of some family. Great, Amazing. great family. Yeah. I remember when you won. Bryce amazing. can Bryce can rope yeah. too. Yeah, but he'll, you'll be on the phone rope. with him, and you yeah. get off the, at the end of the phone call. He's like, "Yeah, I just shod three horses while I was on the phone with you." <laughs> like he have his, like he'll just run through them. He'll do. 20, 30 in an afternoon. Yeah, man, That's man. when I think a guy can make some money shoeing horses. Yeah, I got shoes my horse named Daryl Hicks, and he does a really good job, but I'm not going to tell him your shoer gets $250. <laughs> He's expensive enough as is, but he does a great job, so I'm really happy with him and lucky to have him. So, what's the toughest job you ever had? I've had so many jobs. Uh -huh. I worked in a leather tannery at night, trimming hides. You know, they'd come in and out of them bats and have maggots and stuff and everything on them. And they'd come to a ringer and I'd have to trim the bellies. That was pretty tough. Well, where, where was that at? You're from Canada originally, aren't you? Ontario. Ontario, Canada. yeah. And uh, I also, during the day, worked at a mushroom plant. Wow. Oh. And uh, well, every, every job you had stunk. That's <laughs> Kind of like chicken houses. <laughs> And you'd have to lay the beds, put the compost in there, and go all the way up to the ceiling. Then you'd have to come back and pack them. And you had like a, uh, oh, probably a two-foot square piece of plywood with a handle on it. And you'd reach in and you'd pack that down. Jeez, yeah. It's hard work, yeah. you know. So. Was this in the wintertime? Uh, no, I don't think so. It gets cold up there, though, doesn't it? Yeah, it oh, gets yeah. Cold. 
Yeah. Now, it, and when they cleaned them out, just the steam coming out. Oh Lord! Yeah. You know, yeah. once they yeah. harvested their mushrooms, would have to clean them out, and you just couldn't see them. Harry, you get the award. Yeah, you get the award. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did that. I did curve and gutter one time just to make money to go rodeo. Just point, and you push the thing called a mule. Well, everything with uh, curve and gutter is heavy concrete. Ooh, that was a tough job right there, too. Yeah. I was glad to get out of that. Picking deal. up those forms. Just, oh man, that was miserable. But yeah, as you think back on all the jobs you did, just when you had to do it, and and just to make some extra money, and uh, but just <clears throat> really a lot of it was to keep cowboying, you know. Yeah. Keep rodeo on. And, yep. Yeah, but um, I tell you, you know, as we all sit here. Um, if you own a ranch and you've got livestock, mm -hmm. we do all kinds of jobs. Jack of all trades. You know, I mean, yeah, you right. weld, you fix fence, you doctor, right. you know. Right. Jack of all trades. Um, all them whatever. jobs we've had, I think, contribute to what we do. Yeah. You know, just like you say, ranching and whatever. It's, it okay. saves you from hiring somebody else to do it. So that means more money in your Because there's a lot of profit in ranching. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Dale, was the hardest job you ever had working for me? No. <laughs> well, I mean, it might have been hard, but I enjoyed it. So, yeah. like, the the yeah. the um, feedlot wasn't necessarily hard. Yeah. I just think about it because I didn't enjoy it. Yeah, it was Especially tough. in the wintertime. Well, it was cold. Yeah, sir. Yeah. Especially because I had to ride in the back of the truck. Every <laughs> feedlot, wherever there's a feedlot, it gets windy. It was, oh, my Lord. Yeah, especially in Headley, Texas. Yeah. I but, put on a few clinics there, and it was miserable just being there a few days. Tough, yeah. I don't, I don't, I mean, looking back, working for you, like, I, because the, the hard work doesn't bother me, especially if I enjoy it. If it's hard work and I don't enjoy it like the feedlot, that's when, that's yeah. when it sucks, but. How old were you when you worked for me? I think 14. Yeah, you're beyond. Yeah. It was two different summers. Yeah. Well, I can't remember amazing. if it was 13 and 14 or 14 and 15. Yeah. I know it couldn't have been too long because he doesn't keep anybody very long. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've kept Cole a long time. Yeah, <laughs> kept Cole a long time. Yeah. yeah what, uh, where's he at right now? He's working horses as we speak, yeah. He's, he's really doing good. He gets up. I mean, he's he starts at daylight, you know, I mean, so, um, Isn't that what you're supposed to do? I, I told him, you know, I, I've done that long enough. I get out there a little later now, not too much later. I've been with you. You don't get up till 9 o'clock. <laughs> no, I get up, but I don't get up. I don't meet out there. I work for those cutters and stuff. You guys, I, boy, they want you out there at 4 in the morning. Well, it's hot. You got to work. You got to work. I started so. 4 this morning. Mm -hmm. I was, uh, when you, how many head of horses you got right now? Too many. Too many, that's... 70 head, but I, I, I work about 10 a day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I've got a lot of guest horses from Wyoming here, yeah. and um, you know, we breed some horses. And, yeah, what's what's the most colts you guys have ridden in a day, mm -hmm. effectively? Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, nine or 10 is, is a lot, but you I mean, know, I'm sure there's... I, I went, I had my nephew as my uh, apprentice, Bruce Cameron, and uh, we were on the road just going, and so we were going to do a cold starting clinic in, uh, uh, it was in uh, Montana, right on the border, almost near Glacier National Park. So we're going to work for the Blackfeet Indians. So uh, this Blackfeet comes and meets me at this uh, gas station, you know, we shake hands, you know. So he drives us, he says, come with me, we'll show you where 
we're going to have the clinic tomorrow. So we drive out there. It's a rodeo arena. You know, they're, they're like a rodeo arena behind the sheets, all full, just lots of different corrals. And they're just full of horses. It's full of horses. And I said, what, which, which, what are the colts we're going to start? And that Indian went just like this. He just went, all of them. <laughs> and believe it or not, there was probably 20 head of horses. And we, we ended up going through every one of them. And I got those Indian kids to help us. But that was, uh, that was a lot in a short time. Uh, that was pretty amazing. That's 20-something head probably. But uh, that, was, that was tough. So, yeah. yeah. But it was fun. We had a good time. We got her done. We didn't break for lunch. We ate on the move. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I imagine. Yeah. yeah well, I think, I, I think I, I've only, I've not ever had more than, I think one time I had seven. Uh-huh. That's that was enough. the most I'd had at one yeah. time. But I, I only did it. It was never like my full-time income training horses. Like yeah. it was always just something I was doing on the side. So, and that was only for a short time. It's been a while. I am building a round pin now, though. Are you? Yeah. yeah. Were you? Was it? I called Daylene because I was trying to figure out how oh, to build yeah. it. I think she was asking you. She was standing next to. Well, you. I got all different sizes, and sometimes we just use them, put them in the arena, the big arenas, and just, uh, just, just whatever the horse is. We got a real tough horse that hadn't been haltered or something. I'm going to use those smaller round pins, like 45 or 50. But you know, if it's a nice, uh, what about 39? 39. Well, that'll work. You know, if you, that's getting small though. You know, that you round hold pin, the rail when you go. Yeah, around. not conducive yeah. to forward movement. So, but uh, uh, you know, if it's a nice halterbark horse, you know, we can just go in there and stuff too. But uh, you know, the round pin's a great tool when you need it. And uh, I've used them a lot. So, and of course, I started out learning from guys like Ray and Tom Dorrance and stuff, and that's the way we started back then in the round pin, which we still use them today. But I've got, I probably got four different size round pins. You know, I know you don't use a round pin a lot right now. I don't. I, I um, I've kind of gotten my try to get my groundwork to where mm-hmm. I don't have to rely on a pin. Yeah. You know? So I'll start them in this arena. Yeah. And it shows my weaknesses a lot more. Yeah, and I agree I, with that. Yeah. I see a lot of people, yeah. the round pin it was a good tool, but I see a lot of people abuse it and the horse suffers from it and they oh, run them around there, yeah. run them around there till they're so tired. Yeah, I agree with that. And yeah. a horse doesn't want to just keep going in yeah. the same yeah. tracks. Yeah. I agree with that a lot. Like I said, if those horses are halt or broke, we just put them in the arena and or they, like to say, if they have good ground manners. I tell, you what I, so. I tell you what I've yeah. used. Well, I wasn't planning on using mine. Okay. I was just building. So I thought you just come out yeah, of the yeah, shoot yeah. normally. No, 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 I wasn't. It's I mean, a decoration. I, I got it built, but it's really just for looks. So Thank you. don't yeah. even. No, you yeah. you do it right. Every round pin's a good tool. So. But I understand what he's saying. So I do. Oh, yeah. I do it's, also it's have, good to have one. It's yeah. good to have one. Come on, rack them out one more time. I do also have an arena. <laughs> he's talking. He that's good. How, how big is it really? Seriously, I'm curious. 39. Is it 39? Yeah. <laughs> so, Doug, where actually do you live? Winnebago. It's west of here. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. I call this deal. Me too. You can fold. <laughs> you can give up. All right, whose who's bed is it? Who was first? That's mine. That's yours. Okay. I'm going out I with like that. I my hand. I'll go with that. Okay. Bobby. Ooh. Oh, I'm sorry. What are we doing? We're betting. One? Which way are you going? Well, he's supposed to go that way. Yeah. 
He went but he first said though. he already had one out there, so I think. Craig's making it my fault. He went out yeah. of turn. Yeah, he's good at that. <laughs> Is that mine or yours? That's mine. Well, your memory's got to be a little better than that, yeah. You got more than me, even if it is your. He's going with one black. These are fives, right? The jealous. The fives, yeah, that's correct. Five, ten. The black is fifteen. Black's fifteen, so fifteen. So three. There's just three. Yeah, that's good. Thanks. I got my calculator right here. You know, I went through college. Through the front door and out the back. <laughs> Here we go. More than I did. <laughs> I'll do me first. I'd like three. I think he's cheating again. I've never seen a dealer go first. Call my bluff. Okay. How many you want? Two. Well, two only two. It's pretty boring in a case. <clears throat> It's like, no, I get to hang out with Dale Brisby. Mm -hmm. Four. Four. <laughs> Hopefully it gets better for what you. What I should have done, too. Yeah, get them out of there. Three. What's your worst wreck on a horse, Craig? Oh, my God, you... Well, I don't even want to hear about that. That's, uh, that's rough. Uh, sometimes I don't like talking about it because I just, but I had a horse, I was riding up a ravine, riding up a ravine that is a, just a, a young, real green horse. And I mean, for, I mean, I'm just a ravine. I rode up a million times just on a loose rein. All of a sudden this horse just. In Bluffdale? Yeah, I mean, fast as like just boom, goes over backwards. So I have a, the wall on top of both sides. I'm at the bottom of this ravine. That horse is upside down on top of me. And I mean, I'm, I can't breathe. And I'm getting squashed and this horse tries to ride herself and bam, she comes down on me again. Bam, and thank God she kept trying because she finally threw herself up. But man, that broke by yourself? back, yeah, two places and my scapula bone. And few, I got up and walked out, caught my horse and but I, I could tell I was hurt. That was a rough one right there. So, but I was teaching a clinic, believe it or not, not on horseback, but uh, uh, just from a little Polaris about three days later. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Tough. <laughs> Tough. Yeah. <clears throat> Who, What's uh, your worst trip on a horse? <clears throat> well, mine's probably a little bit different. It was on a it was on a uh, a demo horse that I had Pepto Blue Rome Stud. And, I was getting ready for Western States Horse Expo, and I was out the back, it was on a Wednesday night. I got about 80 acres out here, and there's quite a bit of mesquite before I cleared it. And, and I was kind of riding bridleless around there, doing lead change, and I went through the trees. And I reached up and grabbed this branch, mesquite branch, and it slipped out of my hand, hit him in the eye. He's loping, and he, and he dashed over, and I, a mesquite branch that was broke off went happened. in my leg, in oh, my knee, way up in there. and filleted me all the way into my hip. Hey. So I've got a scar this long, and my muscle sticks out. Anyway, and this, uh, this was back then when they had flip phones, mm -hmm. and I had my phone uh, in my left pocket, and, it, and blood was going anywhere, everywhere. And I, I got this phone. I, Stormy used to work for me back I then. I remember, yeah. And the blood was all in the in the button, Jeez. so I had to spit on it. 
and I tried to call him, but he was at church over here at Grayford. And there's a young man that works for, for me uh, from Australia, and we used to rent a house down here for about 18 years, and the only reception is in the garage. And he, answer, he answered. Oh, man. And I thought it was just snapped, you know. And so, anyway, I said, I'm going to call the ambulance. I said, just meet him at the front gate, you know, and show him where I'm at. So we did that, and they got down there, and they poured, you know, they poured that alcohol, whatever it is, turpentine or whatever, and I grabbed that guy. I was white, and I grabbed him and said, don't do that again. I'll kill you. <laughs> and it, it, was, it was gushing out. So he said, there's nothing we can do about that. I'm going to get a helicopter mm -hmm. in here. So they get a GPS, and that helicopter, they come land right there. And that horse is still standing there beside oh me. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, waiting on me. Oh, nice. And uh, they had to give me some blood because I was, and they said I had five minutes worth of blood left. God, thanks. Anyway, they got me off the hospital. They operated on me that night. And thank got God all for a flip-flop. Yeah, and that's something. Yeah. But, I remember when that happened. That was rough. Yeah. But, you know, as far as uh, I've been pretty lucky. I'm, when I was a kid, I broke some arms and stuff. But mm -hmm. uh, that's the, you know. And it was on a nice horse. It was just a freak accident. Yeah. Yeah. Freak well, the accident. other day, I, a horse ran me under a tree, and I crunched my hat. I can tell. How's the head? How's the head? Is that going to be on social media? And, uh, but I made it out. Did, you, did it reshape? I reshaped the hat. Did it have a scar on it? No scars. No scars. Got it cleaned up. It's it held beautifully up. Yeah. yeah. You were able to use it again. Yep. Yeah, no limp or so, uh, the, the brim yeah. was in still in good shape. And uh, excellent shape. Three days later, I was up and walking around. You know, <laughs> not horseback, but <laughs> so. Uh, yeah. How about what? you, Bobby? Oh, well, probably during my. my while well, I get my mind off my cards. Yeah. <laughs> I was at uh, San Angelo. Doing the saloon act. Yeah. And uh, that's the saloon that you built? Yeah, the saloon that I right up on top of. Remember, I got you to do that at the that's right. Maverick Camp? Yeah. My camp one time. Yeah. So we're, it's a full house down there, sold out. And uh, Boyd's announcing it. And they put me right after the barrel race. So Susan drives my old 46 International and pulls the saloon in. So she's headed down, uh, if you've been to San Angelo, it's real low. Yeah. So the top of the saloon folds down and we got two guys riding in the saloon. So when she clears and goes in, they'll pull the ropes and the two sides will come up. And uh, so she's headed down, they're already announcing me, but it was right after the barrel race. So, She's halfway down there, and that saloon is built on an inline trailer chassis, so you can't back it up. And here comes the barrel truck coming out mm. from the barrel race with the barrels, and they're telling her to back up. Mm. I'm going, she can't back up. Anyhow, he backs in the arena. She goes in and parks, and I go in there with Trigger driving the chuck wagon. So I go in, and I make a loop around with the chuck wagon, and then I jump from the chuck wagon to trigger, right? And I pull my pins and lose the wagon. Mm. So whenever I go to reach to and pull that, my that pins, after the year, especially after the year, amazing, trigger always grabs another gear because we ain't got a hold of his head, so he knows and he goes wide open. So I jump to the saddle, but I land crooked. I'm like this, 
and I'm trying to pull myself up and trigger is hauling butt. And going through my mind, I'm thinking I'm fixing to fall off, get run over in front of house full of people. Because the wagon was still hooked up. Yeah. Dang. And uh, sure enough, I fall off and the wagon runs over me. Oh no. And uh, I mean, I'm, I felt it run over my legs and that, but I'm okay, adrenaline's going, you know, so I'm up running around trying to stop my horse. And it's part of the act, right? You just act like it's part of yeah. the act. Well. Is that what you do, Doug? Yeah, you know, of course, it's all on purpose. It, yeah, it looks like Calgary. I mean, he is going around with his Dang. chuck wagon wide open, makes two or three laps. Wow. And I'm going, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, it's not working. And uh, Boyd says over the mic, he says, on the count of three, everybody say, whoa. Wow. And the whole crowd went, whoa. And he come right to me and stuck. Oh, wow. Dang. I jumped on him, pulled them pins, took off. And I guess when he ran over me, it flattened my gun holster or something. My gun come flying out. And I grabbed that gun in the air and went boom, boom, you know, and we're just going on with it. Well, I go around and that's when I used to rope my robotic calf, you know. So I get to that point where I'm fixing to rope my calf and my calf ain't there. Susan runs the calf. She's parked in the middle. But little did I know when I pulled loose of the wagon, it was against the wall. And later on during my act, I jump over the wagon and grab the flag. Well, Susan saw that. So she's got the two guys that were in the saloon rolling the wagon off the wall. That's why she didn't have the calf ready. And anyhow, she gets the calf out and I rope it and tie it down. I'm out of breath, triggers out of breath at this time. And, and then I go and I jump over the chuck wagon, grab the flag and I ride up on top of the saloon. Well, he's out of breath. I mean, I did not think we were gonna make it. I mean, it's pretty steep. And uh, anyhow, we did make it. He just kind of <laughs> climbed up there, you know. And that's when I make up and I tell a Mustang poem, you know. And I said to the crowd, I said, is that Western enough? You know, and I went into my poem and the crowd's going crazy, you know. I tell my poem and I come off the chuck wagon and he leaps about halfway down and takes off and I've got the flag and I'm making a lap. Well, my gun comes flying out again and lands in the dirt because I got the reins in one hand and the flag in the other and I'm all worried about my gun landing in the dirt. And I go around and then I jump over the side of my truck onto the back and I've got the flag and she's supposed to drive off up the arena. So I'm on the back of that 46 and we're just sitting there. I'm going, go, go, Susan, go. She says, the truck won't start. Oh, no. oh, God dang. So I get off and I side pass over to the window and I reach up under there and wiggle some wires and she hits the start and it starts. She pulls out and the guys let down the top of the saloon to pull out. Well, these elbows come out when she lets down the top and they caught the speaker wires on the way out. Oh, so we had to stop and back up and move these wires. And the speaker for the rodeo. Yeah. It didn't break nothing, but we had to stop and she had to back up, take the pressure off and, and get out. Well, that was one bad luck after How, another. It was just, everything went wrong pretty much. How pissed and, off was Boyd? You know, uh, pretty much. 
<laughs> pretty much because I was late going in there. I mean, yeah, as far right. as the wreck, but I think... But you didn't get hurt, though. No, I had wagon tracks across my shins yeah, for... Yeah. Did you get maybe San Angelo a, the next year? No, I didn't. <laughs> 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 no, I don't I know why I ain't been back. You know, that's quite a story for, for get, not getting hurt as much well, as you I'm do. Telling you, D Dale so. had the worst story with his hat. Oh, that was a really dangerous. Yeah. I mean, Almost. I had people coming out to the parking lot while the rodeo was still going on, and they said, "That's the goddamnest app we ever yeah, seen." That's <laughs> that's you ever get hurt doing that? <laughs> you know, no. Uh, uh, well, guys, let's finish this in. Last bet. You're the better. I forget where I'm at. I was okay. just wondering if there was going to be an end, here? an end to that story. Damn. <laughs> You're getting good at poker. You seem already cheating. You seem even like that. Oh, yeah. He wasn't going to let it. Where are these words? Don't act like you don't know. Those are 20s. Oh, what, they're 20s. What is it? Oh, what are these? <laughs> they're these glasses. They're ones up. Why, how much did you bet? I guess that's 60. I don't know. 60? That's not 60, those aren't 20s. What are they? That's what they Those are 15s. Okay. Well, no, you're no, right, those are 20s. 20s. 20. You make the rules now. 60. Change. Can't see because it's got them shades I'm going, on. I'm going He's raising me. 150. 150. Okay. Uh, All right. Oh. I call. Doing this thing again. Oh shit! Okay. You have two queens. You have two queens. Well, that didn't have. That doesn't, that's nothing. He's trying to go. Yeah, off. baby. Yeah, All baby. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, you're you're not hey, still hey, in. Hey, 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 hey! Oh God! I thought he folded. I didn't know he was in either. His hands are on, his cards are on the table. Oh, go ahead. I put mine in. Oh, are you cheating? No, He's getting I, pretty good at this all of a sudden. Yellow chips? Let's see. Those are my yellow chips. <laughs> he said, <laughs> you didn't even put any money in. Yeah, you baby. didn't give me a chance. Uh, well, you don't have any money. You know what? For that, I'm going to dock you. <laughs> I'm going to get a few of these right here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, go ahead. Okay. Bet them. Uh, we'll pretend. You're supposed to do it like this, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> all right, there we go. He didn't have anything either! <laughs> God! All right. Crazy okay. Yeah, baby! I tell you, I, the, way, the way Bobby was betting, I thought he had a full hand. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, you know I play poker with you guys. I know it's going to be dangerous, so I, I try to come prepared. Dale and I are getting scared. Yeah. I've been waiting on you to say, show me the papers. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, huh? Let me see the papers. Let no. me see the papers. No. I don't know, like Craig told me that story whenever I was 14, and then I said it like for the rest of my life. Yeah. Like I'm, ah. I'm walking through the junior high hallways, like Let me see the, the teacher would come around and collect a paper. I said, let me see the papers. She'd be like, what are you talking about? Give me a minute. <laughs> it was some guy at a Mexican food restaurant whenever you ordered oh, an alcoholic drink. We were drink. in uh, Uvalde, Texas. Oh, yeah. yeah. We were about 19, and of course, you know, it just, and, uh, we're, I think we're there at a college rodeo or something. And uh, anyway, we went to this Mexican restaurant. And, you know, you just order your, you know, your 19. You go, 
I am playing nachos and give me a kind of plate of, of tacos and a, and, a, and, a, and a margarita. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta throw that in at the end. <laughs> and that, that, that guy, that waiting thing, he went, he went like this. He went, let me see the papers. Let me see your papers. Yeah, yeah, because down in South Texas they call them papers. Oh, yeah. You got papers? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, let me see the papers. Let me see the papers. What are you, what that you was drinking? a man, no more yeah. yeah. You need it. Yep. Gotta stay awake. Why don't, we, why don't we just cut the cards, see who draws high card? Oh, okay. You're going to take my money that way? <laughs> look, look, look at it. He's got a, his chips take the you whole think, table. You think now you get to make the rules? <laughs> make the rules? I just bend the rules. Are we rocking on or are we cutting? <laughs> yeah, whatever you want to do. I feel like those Comancheros on uh, Lonesome Dove where Blue Duck is like, you already got all of our horses <laughs> and our money. <laughs> what else do you want? That's what else exactly. do you want? That's, he's holding up the game. Yeah. That chigger, he's holding up the game. Yeah. That brisby, he's holding up the game. I guess we're sticking with the same yeah. game. Bobby, Bobby wasn't listening to you. Nope, those are yours. Okay. Sorry, Chris. Oh, hold on, let's trade. <laughs> oh... Y'all are dealing me some of the sorriest hands. I'm, You're welcome. Y'all are really forcing me to bend that, the rules here. That means he's got two pair again, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning. <laughs> oh, it's my bet. You bet. It's your bet. Cowboy. Uh, yeah, I'll bet one of these blacks. What is that? 15? That's a 15. When you, where, hey, right? don't look at my cards. I never looked at them. I'm going to pull your own knife on you. Yes, you uh, did. Well, I'm going to do all I, all I can, I guess. Huh? That's all, all I got. All you can. That's all yeah, I got. All you can. That's 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. So we have to have 15... Uh, well, I'm just wondering what Chris is going to bet on the next round. <laughs> well, hopefully he wins. Well, it'll be it'll have to be a side pot. So who take needs, some amends here? Who needs cards? I'll take. Oh, uh, let's switch this around just a little. Four. <laughs> <laughs> took a while. It took a while to process. Uh, I'll take um, two. Okay. I'd like one. Yeah, baby. Okay, good. Good job. Two for me. Who was your most interesting apprentice? Uh, without a doubt, you. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, I didn't even have to think about that one. Yeah. One, day, one day we were at this clinic in uh, Branson, Colorado. A lot of people don't know where that is, but it's a little hidden pocket of mountains in uh, Colorado, and it's beautiful there. I mean, a lot of really incredible ranch people, big. Some of the ranches, they could have been national parks. They were that beautiful. You remember that place? Yeah, Jack Gully. Jack, <laughs> that's it. And uh, that's pretty good memory. Anyway, so 
we're out there just practicing ranch loops on these these donkeys. They're 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 wild. They're, these are wild donkeys. And the next thing I turn around, he's on one of them backwards, swinging his rope, go, running around back on this donkey backwards, swing, yeah, swinging his rope. <laughs> I didn't even get on that. And he was damn. 14? Yeah, yeah. He was a gamer back then, oh, too. Oh, my huh? Lord, have more. I don't even know how he got on that damn thing. So. Oh, that was that same trip where I was messing with Nathan. Oh, my <laughs> Lord. That was in the, I don't know if Chris has ever heard that song, though. The Thong song. And it was a song that was popular at the time. Do you know what song we're talking about, Chris? Mm-mm. I'm sure thong, he knows what a thong, thong, thong is. Thong. Oh. <laughs> well, a thong, a thong in Australia is a flip-flop. So. Oh, a thong in the no. U.S. is underwear. Uh, I, I, I know, yeah. Okay. Well, we had this one guy that was Nathan. It was pretty, I would say... He hadn't been exposed much to the world, I guess, but... Uh, he was like 20 at the time. He, he was a good kid, but yeah, he hadn't seen much. And so I have him and then Andy, what was the other guy's Andy Kurtz. Kurtz. He was yeah. a great guy. He was a saddle bronc rider and yeah. stuff. And uh, Nathan had been uh, to seminary school. Yes, Nathan had been to... That's right. <laughs> and he was, he was reading his Bible one uh, evening. And, and I'm a believer, too. I wasn't, you know, patronizing him, but... I was definitely enjoying myself, and uh, did it get you to read it? No, well, not right then. Anyway, Andy started playing the thong song, and uh, so I started dancing to it. He didn't have any clothes on <laughs> except his underwear. No, pulled these white underwear pulled up between his ass so high like a thong. And he had on his glasses, <laughs> and he was—he would. Poor Nathan was trying to read, and he was had his ass stuck in that guy, doing doing like a strutting chicken with his thong on. That's where we were on the floor, rolling around laughing. I, he's been a comedian his whole life. You know? Oh, jeez. He's a born comedian. So. If I could get somebody, that was just—I loved making people laugh. He made us. I don't know. You know, he makes everybody laugh today, but. He always made everybody mm-hmm. laugh. Oh, I mean, man. he was a comedian on the road the whole time. So well, I, I appreciate that. I wasn't, I wasn't fishing for that. I, I know, I but know. you were. That Who was you. the second most interesting <laughs> apprentice? <laughs> Gosh, I don't know. Uh, maybe. Uh, uh, well, it's they, hard to talk about them when they're not here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> maybe the Palomino sisters. Maybe so. The Palomino sisters. Uh, but, well, that's less than. <laughs> Many years ago, many decades. Yeah, okay. I get you're the dealer, weren't you? She's bad. Oh, I'm uh, betting. So everything from this point would be between the three of us, since he's all in. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't even have a. Yeah. Uh, well, he he's, can I he borrow? Have, you can borrow. Can I borrow? Yeah. yeah. Can I borrow? How much? Yeah. yeah. He, he, no. he doesn't ask if he can borrow. He just takes. Yeah. No, I said, can I? That's okay. about that asking. Thank you. A while ago, you just took. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you got, you got it's your turn. Well, okay, it is my turn. This is his house, so he could call no. it a tax. <laughs> this this is, is the barn. Yeah. Uh, I live in a barn. Okay, let's see now. It's a nice barn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I would bet. Uh, uh, Nobody has this much money, though. He does, mate. You know, so y'all have a I'll try to be nice to y'all. I'll bet uh, two of these blues. Okay. So that's 40. 
40, yeah. Four to the blacks so again? everybody could get in, yeah. 15. Yeah. So you would do two blacks and take one of these out. So it'd be 30. Oh, wait, wait a minute. No, three blacks. I was going to say. Yeah, okay. And then we'll take a yell out. Okay. Just leave the calculation That's all I have me. left. <clears throat> well, he put in blue, two blues. Okay, that's good. Okay. How much did you give me? So if I win, I can give it back. Five sacks of feed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, five I can count it right equal. here. Craig, One, two, three. Equine, not, not, Seven, not uh, total deer ten. or anything. So yeah, okay. So is it my turn? Yeah, you got. We got you. You got okay. cards. All right. Uh, okay, I have. Uh, is that all two, you need to bet? No, two nines. And uh, two queens. Right. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> can you keep two nines? A pair of nines. Yeah. I don't think now. No, you can't. Okay. And you can't use your last stack of cards either. So yeah. It's it's my turn. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Here we go again. Oh, oh my gosh! Oh, nice. He nearly had a, he, what he, all he really has is a, oh. it hey, looks hey, pretty, hey, Craig, but there's only two Let queens. me do the commentating. Two kings, two kings. I got two, two kings, two queens. Kings and queens. An ace, ace, ace king, high. queen, and then two, yeah, whatever way you want to go. <laughs> I went on all counts. He's only got two queens. <laughs> all right, so. Read it in weeks. <laughs> Fellas, wow, three pair. I mean, uh, 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 three threes. Three threes. What you got, Bobby? That, that would be yeah, winning. Gum. Is that Dead winning? Gum. No, he's winning. Beats what? Two pairs, yeah. Don't even but put I got third oh, ace. You don't go don't. on the king. Oh. How do y'all have such good hands? Didn't you say two pair no. beat three? No, otherwise I would have that many. I didn't. I looked it up. Yeah. Back in the game. <laughs> I can't oh, believe. Yeah. Sorry, I, I thought I was going to win. We're good. This many good hands. Win. Next time, try not to use the whole stack to draw your cards out of. Well, yeah. I'm getting hungry. I'm very hungry. Yeah. I, I smell that. I smell that food. Dang. What are we young ladies. Has there ever been food? an apprentice where, besides me, yeah, but that you like, you get in the. Uh, you get in the truck for the summer, and then you realize, like, wow, it's going to be a long summer. I, I <laughs> Every one of them. <laughs> some of those end up on a bus trip home. So. Do you still take them? No, most of them have all been pretty good. Hey, I got a good kid now from Louisiana. We just had a girl go home from uh, Australia that was excellent, uh, named Amber. And then we, uh, the guy that comes over here from Sweden, he's here. He's... He's really, really good. Some of those uh, kids from Europe really know how to work there. And from overseas, they do a good job. But I guess I've had good apprentices. I've been lucky all along. You know, because if you teach them and you train them and you show them what you expect, they, 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 most of them come to the party pretty good. And some so. of them will come back and help you start your YouTube channel. That's right. So there, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. We got to do that again pretty soon. Yeah, we got to do another one. Uh, the knife deal was... Uh, was yeah, that video is going crazy. I loved it. And too. that was just an extra one we did and at the end of the day. And something we just wear every day you never anyway. Know. Uh, so yeah. Um, well, Sometimes that, that, uh, that uh, Japanese, you know, it gets a little tough to carry in the saddle. But, right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have one more question that I'm <clears throat> interested in y'all's answer because, and then 
maybe we can go eat or whatever the boss says, but I get asked probably 20 times a day. I'm, one thing I do on social media is respond to questions and uh, how do I get started ranching or how do I get started? A lot of them ask about rodeoing, but for the sake of this conversation, like what do you guys have like a, a one hard and fast tip for somebody they might live might be a city or a country town one of the two but they've got no ties but they're just they, they love this lifestyle and they want to get started what would be like on, a piece, on, what, on what we do piece of advice <clears throat> you know uh, everybody thinks that that you just start a TV show or you just go and do a clinic and people show up and I've been doing this for 31 years and um, I can tell you that I've starved to death. You know, I could feed chickens through the floorboard and I remember a pig running through the front yard of this place I had leased and I roped it and put it in a stall and fed it and ate it. Um, my girlfriend's mother sent um, rice in the mail so wow. we could survive, you know. I mean, Dang. I would say never give up. You know, I remember living in the back of a truck um, for a while, you know, getting started. And, and there's so many, I can see that, and, and the one thing that motivated me, my dad, I was raised on a ranch in Australia. My dad, he had a lot of, a lot of cattle. We run 10,000 head of mother cows and, and several hundred thousand acres. He never gave me a horse, he never gave me a cow. And I knew I couldn't call him for money. And now it's a blessing. My dad's 86 sure. years old, it's a blessing. And it made me stay strong and stay true and I never gave up. And made a lot of mistakes, you know? Made a lot of mistakes. I, I uh, still today I'm trying to be better on how to teach and how to, my horsemanship, uh, I try to work on it every day. Don't have it figured out, but I enjoy the journey. And, um, but my resiliency I think is, in, in today's world, the children, they don't have um, chores to do. Right. Mm -hmm. they, they, they don't know. Right. Responsibility. They, they, yeah, yeah. You know, we've got this internet with the phones and the, the games and, I mean, going out and working and, and having the drive and the stay power. There's a lot of people uh, quit too, too early when the night came down. And oh, how close they were to that golden crown. You know, never giving up is is a big thing in an yeah. our, our business. I yeah, I know that there's in your career you came to certain roads. You could have took one turn mm -hmm. and you wouldn't That's be right. where you're at today. That's right. Yeah, you know we always say never weaken. You know, but uh, I think he's exactly right. The no quit syndrome. That's kind of one of my favorite things. No matter what's happening, you know, just like you in that middle of that wreck, uh, you didn't quit. He could quit when his leg was nearly amputated and you, you, you fight back and that's that's called character, that's called courage. You know, if a guy wants to get started, he needs to try to find himself a job, uh, get involved with some of these people that are at the top if you could, but to do that, you don't start at the top, you start at the bottom. Mm -hmm. And your answer most of the time is yes, sir. And you're willing to do the, the toughest jobs to prove yourself. And then that way you can learn from other people. Try to learn from the best. And uh, it's like Chris is saying, it's an ongoing lifetime learning experience. Life itself, 
horsemanship, ranching, whatever endeavor you choose. You, you can make it uh, just a, uh, about labor or you can make it about uh, something that you're passionate about, something you love to do. And even if you love to do it, it doesn't mean it isn't difficult and you're not gonna run into problems. There's gonna be highs and lows, ups and downs, goods and bads. You fight your way through it, you keep on going, you keep on rolling, you surround yourself with good people. And if you can find a good wife and a good mate that pulls with you, I've been really lucky like that. Daylene's the best of the best. You know? My wife's the best. <laughs> yeah. You don't even know how to answer your own phone. Sorry, <laughs> you gotta call Daylene. That's right. So, and, and you know, then we're uh, just like uh, a little case was in here a minute ago. I left this morning. Uh, Colt uh, running the ranch. I mean, we're, and, and now you, uh, you know, have these young people. We're passing this tradition down and we're hoping to keep this cowboy way of life going and rolling. You know, if you hear the story of Dr. Harry, how he took, you know, total feeds. And, and I remember the first time I met Dr. Harry, he came by my ranch. He was in a pickup truck and he had this feed he wanted to tell me about. Cause this, how long ago was that? I don't look like dog food. It, I, yeah, I didn't understand it, but mm -hmm. he showed it to me. He was relentless about coming to that ranch and he was just selling it out of his pickup. He wanted to show it to me. He wanted to give it to me. See, that's the way you start, that's how you get great. And uh, you never weaken, just like you're saying. So uh, again, and so uh, this feed came around and man, I just like, pretty soon I realized how incredible it was, it was the best feed I had ever used. But that, that trait to find, my dad once told me, uh, he said, you know what the secret to success is? He said, find something you gladly do for free yeah. and get somebody to pay you to do it. So, uh, mm -hmm. you know, these little things that we learn from, we live from. Yeah. It's like Bobby Kerr, the best in the business. I mean, I don't know what his secret is to train those Mustangs, but I would bet it's hard work and a great understanding and a lifetime of experience that you put to work on that. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. working at that uh, mushroom plant. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> That's part of that's, it. That's what I was going to say. You got to always have a backup plan. I, I, I tell you, I tell you to, to get through. I could have been a professional mushroom oh. packer, you know, if the horse deal didn't work out. Yeah. yeah. I, I I usually tell them like find somewhere to work for free, yeah. work for free and and over deliver yeah. until until they, they pay you until they pay you. And you know that's I tell right. people that all yeah. the time. Yeah. You know if they really that's money right. money, yeah. money has nothing to do with that's it. That's right. Right. It it's only an idea problem. Yeah. yeah. If somebody showed up here and they started yeah. sweeping the barn, that's right, and cleaning the stalls yeah. without me telling them, yeah, and was man. there every day, and that's a and then I'd say, hey, yeah. do that. And then I'd say, yeah. and then all of a sudden, that's how we got started. Yeah. That's yeah. right. That's Nobody exactly just, right. It, it, it you sent you a written invitation. Well, you tried to prove yourself every day. I think, you know, I attitude think, is everything. Uh -huh. I think where a lot of the guys that kids that message me get kind of delirious is when they'll say something like how do I get started ranching and then they they do have money in mind and like you just can't That's like right. I made a video how to get started ranching I actually had to make two because I deleted the first one because a cow had just died a calf had just died I had a blowout and something else went wrong and so eventually in the video I say how do you get started ranching don't <laughs> because it's just because I was just, it was one of those days, but the point was, is like, you, you definitely can't do it for, for the money. When my old man died, 
me and there's four of us. We split eight hundred dollars out of his checking account. I, I got two hundred yeah. bucks. He was a good cowboy and a good pickup man. I remember when y'all were just kids and went stayed with y'all in Memphis, uh, yep. Texas. I think the first time you came to work for me, you didn't get paid. No, yeah, no, no. wasn't supposed no. to. wasn't supposed to. Because no. you know what I tell and people? And worked, it was a good hand. For a living, we teach people. That's right. That's right. right. We teach people. That's right. That's what you know, doing. instead yeah. of you having to pay us. Yeah. You know, and that's what people don't understand. Yeah. It never I, crossed my mind to get paid that summer. Yeah. No. I Maybe mean, it like, does that now. Just, yeah. That was just is the there, way Is it there was. anything yeah. you can... Yeah, no kidding. Give me some of that back. And we had a great time that summer. We did. But I tell you, getting back to your question, if somebody has a trade, okay, whether they're an electrician, yep. whether they sell, they're a salesman or whatever, you know what I tell them? Wait until the horses or the cattle are making you more money, then you can switch. Right. You see? Yes. You don't just switch and let it hide. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. work your way into right. it. You've got to have something else. A backup. If you want to yeah. make money yeah. ranching, there's got to be something else. I tell you what's the best way to ranch is is the Angus crossed over the pump, the oil pump, <laughs> the oil right. well. That's yeah, a good combination. Angus <laughs> crossed over. That's a bad combination. Oh, that's true. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, and then do work with your heart. You know, work with your heart. Always told me that a guy that just works just with his hands is a laborer. A guy that works with his hands and his mind. Now, again, he becomes a craftsman, but a guy that works with his hands, his mind, and his heart, he becomes an artist. artist. That's right. right. So, uh, so you know, that. so yeah, and it's, there's a lot of truth to that. But again, I think the message would be to, to never weaken, you know, be willing to put in your time to start at the bottom, build up, you know, learn your trade, and be the best you can be every day at it, John. I think about a, a lot of times, I remember you standing, we were at a clinic at, at, in Bluffdale, and you were talking about, um, uh, I say I remember the it. Blonde sisters. <laughs> yeah, the Palomino sisters were there. <laughs> no, but you said like, even if, like, if, if you're doing exactly what God put you on this earth to do, mm -hmm. there'll still be like one of those days where you're like, I don't want oh, yeah. doing this. And I think about that a lot, like if I'm having one of those days, I think about, there's three or four things you said that summer that I think about real, uh, like yeah. very often. But that was probably one of the ones, like when I'm having like a bad day, it's like, because yeah. I think that's, because it makes you think like, yeah, you're going to get tested. I, I, I went down that's the right. wrong road, yeah. you know, yeah. but it, that may not necessarily be the case. It's well, more life, like, though, isn't it? That's right. right. That's just Because you said, I think you said like an astronaut. You said you might be an astronaut and there's going to be days where you don't feel like being an astronaut. Yeah. Anyway. You know, it's just like working with a horse. There's some, there's nobody that doesn't question themselves. Am I doing the right thing? Yeah. You know, you can be a, a great craftsman, but you're always, and, and if you don't, you're a fool, because mm -hmm. that's the only way to get better. Yeah. You mean like when you're actually working with the horse? Yeah. You, you always analyze it. You know, am yeah. I doing yes. the right thing? Am I right. am I giving Use, this? Using yeah. your mind. You know, right. I just I work some horses. You know, is this the right plan? Is this the right the best yeah, deal for the horse? I'm glad to hear you say that. And you know, it doesn't doesn't mean that you're lost. It just means that you, you're always searching for that balance. It's a thinking man's game. Yeah. yeah. Mind, body, spirit. Yeah. And every horse is different. Every horse has a different character, a different Absolutely. feel. When I'm going to switch bits, that's when I think that the most. <laughs> 
<laughs> you go is get the artillery out. Yeah, let's get ready for the next one. Now with this shank, this shank, where are we at now? Yeah, and then I got a cavalry shank with a big correction in the middle, and I'm like, okay, i got to start over. I put a snap on what about, what, what about you put on your bull riding spurs when you got to That Yeah, <laughs> I just said, That's I'm going to the other end of the arena. Yeah. Oh, man. You ever ride Boone with uh, bull riding spurs? That poor guy, no, I let Boone. Boone gets, Boone gets the best treatment. Boone's a jam, man. That's he looks, a, he looks yeah. good on that total equal. He still bucks. Does he? Whenever we, I pick up he on him. He feels it, good. Well, when I'm picking up, oh, and, and if somebody jumps on the back, like oh, that second, God. something about it. I mean, you can hardly feel it. Is he a Pepto Boone's mom, Red Horse? No, my family is Boone. Pat Boone. Oh, okay. Out in New you. Mexico, they had a ranch yep. out there. Pat um, Boone? Mm -hmm. Same. Yeah. Mm. Wow. <laughs> yeah. What? That's my people. A lot of New Mexico. Is my Pat Boone, though. Did oh, they yeah. wear those uh, suede shoes or anything? They were all named that. Like his son, you, his son. Seriously. Yeah. His oh, son okay. is his son is Pat Boone, and he's the fourth Pat. So wow, they amazing. Yeah. I've got a lot of Texas history. Did you know that? No. What is it? My uncle was the president of Texas. What was his name? Maribo Lamar. Yeah, I know exactly who Marabou B. Lamar is. He was a great revolutionary. Yeah, seriously. Well, my my yeah. uh, my grandfather's name that died when when it, when my dad was ten. Yeah. Uh, his name was Lamar. My brother's name is Lamar. Damn. No, he was one of the great Texas. Uh, yeah, he came from Tennessee. That's where all of them come from. You yeah. Bet. Yeah. There was He's, a lot of schools named Lamar High School. Oh yeah, you know all and, about. Uh, yeah, Marabou B. Lamar. Yeah, I know That's all amazing. that history too. I just didn't want to interrupt. So. <laughs> Texas only had three presidents. Yeah, that's amazing. Sam Houston, yeah. John Austin. Yeah, Stephen F. Austin. Yeah, Stephen not John F. Austin. Sorry, Stephen F. Austin. He set you up. He was testing you. He's trying to get your history. Yeah. Hey, well, I've had a good time. Well, this today. has been fun. Me Thanks too. for watching this episode, this season of. Uh, where Craig cheats at poker. <laughs> Brought to you by Total Feeds. Actually, who Just, won? I did. <laughs> we all did, my God. Pow, pow, and on to the next one.